We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in a Friday edition along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klingler. Jay Binkley in with us today as well. And he forgot to put on his headset. He's new at this radio game. There you go, Jay. Nathan How Williams are you? producing today. Bink is in. I'm going to hop at some point during the show. I got to catch flight. You got the red eye this morning, Josh? I got the morning version of the red eye, yes. That's right, yes. Um, How did you get up so early for this, right? You got an early flight. How many people are going to be complaining about an early flight this morning when you get to to Arrowhead to get on the bus? Oh, I can't believe it's so early. There's (laughs) nothing worse than those people who say that to me at any point of the day. Oh, it's so early. Sir, it's 11 a.m. Yeah. Get your ass on the plane and shut up. Yeah, yeah don't don't wake me for any meals. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to talk I'm to you. I'm going to be sleeping yeah. through everything, every cart that goes by everything. in my seat. Well, they're going to bump you with the, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With the drink hope, cart and all I, that kind of stuff. Spill some scotch on you. Hoping for a window seat tonight. Yeah, you got to have that Let's window see. seat today. So Josh is here for a little bit. Binkley's in as well. He'll be here the whole time. As they said, Nathan's in as well. We got a crew. We got a red Friday before a Super Bowl, guys. I mean, this is becoming every Friday before a Super Bowl now involving the Kansas City Chiefs. It's kind of exciting, right? Starting to get the feel yesterday. A lot of people decked out in their Chiefs gear yesterday. I went over to the uh, to the California Trail Middle School, and, and they don't have school today because obviously it's a school. You're off on Friday for for the most part, right? I don't know if you guys are shut down or we're off today whatever, too. Yeah, off today too. Conferences or whatever it is. And so I guess yesterday was their Red Friday, and everybody was decked out in their Chiefs gear, and everybody's ready to go now for this game. I think it took us a little while to get to this point, right? Like a like kind of like a like a shock, like you got punched. You're like, we're in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> and then as the week has gone on, and it's been a long week this week, guys, as, as the week has gone on, though, we're finally seeing, all right, here we go. Everybody's rocking and rolling and ready to do this effing thing, right? I had to laugh. I, I drove by the uh, the grade school yesterday, and they were out playing at recess, and every kid was wearing red. <laughs> and they were, like, they were like playing soccer, kicking the ball around and stuff. And I'm like, I was like, all right, okay, now we're getting close. And yeah. then I don't know about you, I keep getting texts this week. They're like, from just people around the country, friends around the country, like, this is pretty cool. This is like a yearly event for you guys now. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah, it is. You, you just, book it yearly. You just pencil that into your calendar now that this it's going to be a long trip to the playoffs. It's kind of great. Now, why would the school district have meetings and be kids off on Friday? Right, Friday, yeah. Not Monday. Monday. The well, day after the Super Bowl. I mean, that should be a holiday anyway. Right. But I know that they didn't know they planned this stuff before they knew the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. Sure. The Chiefs been going all the time, so I just take the chance. Hey, maybe the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. Let's take Monday off. I'm sure they got Monday as well. Day. <laughs> well, I mean, it should be the in-service day, not Friday, right? That's true. Yeah, That's you're, true. You're, you're right about that. But, uh, you know, as, as the week has gone on. Because the maybe they're had, surprised, like, you know. Like like Harrington and Rob <laughs> and Steven and Cody and all Gold. All the naysayers. Because I was no. going to say, the three of us really are the only ones who all year long still truly believed in this team on the staff. There's no question about it. Cody and Alex gave up. Carrington didn't even buy in in the preseason. He had, you know, Travis Kelsey washed and all that. Spectre hasn't been believed. 
believing in two years. I don't know. Nathan doesn't believe anymore either. It's like, you know, the, the you know, snuffleupagus over there for you, right? Yeah. I, I, I came very close in the month of December to, to giving to up. saying this is not a Super Bowl team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I remember sitting in my driveway about the middle of December and, and my friend Vic from the Romeos, who I'm speaking to today over at Princess Garden, best egg roll in town. Uh, he calls me, he goes, can you speak? I go, yes. When is your next Princess Garden uh, event? Because they have phenomenal food, right? And he goes, February 9th. How about speaking to us on Friday, February 9th? And I, and I looked at the schedule. I go, that'll be perfect. It'll be two days before the Super Bowl, right? And ha, 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 everybody's laughing at that point in time because people didn't think they would be here and be on the cusp of winning a back-to-back championship because I think a lot of folks just did give up because of the regular season. And that's why you just can't judge and base yourself and base your season on the regular season. Because when you have Andy Reid and when you have Patrick Mahomes, you got the ability to beat anybody at any time because there's no better quarterback coach combination in the history of the free world than what we're looking at in Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And as long as those two guys are, are together and they're on the sidelines, I am not picking against those guys. And now all of a sudden, everybody's waking up going, I can't bet against the Chiefs. I can't bet against the Chiefs. No kidding. You never should have bet against the Chiefs. This is a Super Bowl dynasty we're living in, guys. And they are, though. All those people nationally that said, oh, I'm not going to bet against the Chiefs again. Right. Even I remember Kyle Brandt last year, even before the season started, said, you know, I'm not going to doubt the Chiefs. not going to doubt the Chiefs. I mean, this team keeps doing it. Well, I'm not going to do it. Then but I'm taking the Buffalo. Yeah. But then, but then they do it. <laughs> and he said he wasn't going to do it this year because he learned his lesson when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And so many people said, now I'm watching them, and they're not taking the Chiefs because right. they're finding any excuses. And I know that uh, we'll talk about it later, but the coach of the year. This is another reason for Andy Reid because mm-hmm. everybody gave up on this team. Right. Nationally. And so he took that team that people gave up on that wasn't going to do anything, and he's in the Super Bowl with that team. To me, that's coach of the year, not Stefanski getting his ass kicked in the playoffs. That's that's not the coach of the year. But that kind of stuff, when people were giving up on the team, because nationally they did. You yeah. get more points, though, for stinking and being average that's than right. you do for yeah. – for for expected to be good stunk, and then though. and then backing it up right even further. But they all um, said those, they stunk. Those uh, those voting type things. So yeah. it does happen that it, way. It, it does. It happens every year. You get some rum dumb slappy who will be fired in three years as coach of the year, and you know everybody you know polishes their award. And Tony Pena got one. So anyway, I, I think I think Bink asked a pretty good question for us last night, and and we can get into this. The text line can weigh in. Everybody can weigh in on this one. What is this team going to be remembered for? I, I think what this team is going to be remembered for, guys, is overcoming the most adversity they've ever faced and going on the road and just not out every opponent in their way. And Josh, you and I talked to, to Mitch Holtis yesterday, and we'll air that conversation coming up at 7.30 this morning here on 610 Sports Radio. And one of the, the things that I took away and kind of one of the key things in all of this is a Super Bowl win right now for Patrick Mahomes doesn't really put him in the conversation of the greatest of all time only. It puts him in the conversation of there's nobody else comparable in the game today to Patrick Mahomes. Like Tom Brady always had Peyton Manning alongside side, right? Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. And everybody keeps saying, who's going to be that, you know, that Peyton Manning to, to Patrick Mahomes is Tom Brady. And if he wins this Super Bowl, guys, there is nobody that can even hold a candle to Patrick Mahomes. So what I'm going to think about this team when they win this Super Bowl on Sunday night and what they're going to be ready for or remembered for is overcoming the adversity, winning these games on the road, and Patrick Mahomes definitively being the best quarterback in the game today. And nobody really even close on his heels. I hope it's about the defense myself. 
Because there will be other times, many other times, we can think about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was going to put the stiff arm uh, against the rest of the AFC too, which I think is just glorious. Right. If he wins three, no, none of the, none of those guys are catching him. Right. None of them. Allen's not catching him. Lamar can take all his regular season MVPs, and that's that's his only scoreboard. Right. Um, Burrow's not going to catch him. No one's going to catch him if he gets three of of his like peers right, his sure. generation or whatever of those best group. no one's going to catch him i think that's awesome but I, I would like this this one to be remembered for the for the defense that they step up and play again in the super bowl when they finally get recognized for like oh my god these dudes played all season long right. so i hope it's about the defense at the end of it frankly i think it's, uh, it'll be kind of figuring out who and what they were like just accepting the fact that you know it's not 30 points a game it's we had to win however we win and mm-hmm. i think that's kind of the chiefs go back to that raiders game they were out physical, outclassed in that game. The drop passes, mm-hmm. obviously, were a big part of this team, led the NFL. Kadarius Toney, you know, single-handedly lost two games for him, Detroit game, right. and then he was offside against Buffalo. And here's the thing. Here's where it kind of falls in place. That game would have been in Kansas City against Baltimore. Right. But the reason they had to go on the road, and someone will remember this team is going on the road and winning in Buffalo and Baltimore, if he, drop, if he catches those passes or they don't throw it to him, the Chiefs have that home game against Baltimore because they had the nine and three record in the AFC. Baltimore's right. eight and four, so that game would have been here. But because who and what this team is, they go on the road and win these games. I think that's what I remember most about them, especially because this defense, because of the defense, you know, being able to because defense travels. Doesn't matter where you're playing, the defense is always going to be there. And they were good against Detroit in game one. We said, okay, we like this defense, like the way it's playing, you know, last year, eleventh and yards against. You know, this defense was showing some steps last year, second sacks. Then, you know, week four, same way, week five. Now, the offense was, you know, week four and week five, you're sitting there going, eh, it's, it's the same offense, but that defense never wavered from game one uh, to now. And and there'll be other years where I think it'll be, you know, we'll probably lean back towards offense. Heck, yeah, it maybe it next could year. be next year. They could win this whole right, thing, yeah. be really pissed and like, okay, watch out. Right. You, 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 everyone's doubting the offense. We'll watch it this year. And they, they dial it up and they get a bunch of pieces coming in next year and, uh, and, and, and run this thing back with offense. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's, it, I think, yeah, we'll be remembered for being maybe a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit different, yeah. kind of changing the identity up yeah. a little bit, but and, has, and willing to do what it takes, yeah. whatever, it whatever takes. it takes yeah. to win. And, and I think that shows a lot of who these guys are as, as men, because, you know, you, you want to go out there and, you know, as Dayton Moore always used to say, do one thing every day to help your team win. Right. Well, throughout the course of the season, guys had to embrace that. And Patrick Mahomes had to change his identity a little bit and do one thing to help his team win, not try to be that hero guy. Okay. Let's facilitate this offense. Let's get it to Kelsey. Let's get it to rice let's give it to pacheco you know let's do that whole nine yards and so they they were able to finally embrace that identity but i think it's going to be funny to see this team hoist the lombardi trophy and then the next day on monday when everybody's flying back be a team that is pissed off about the way that the season went and and i don't know that we could ever say there's ever been a super bowl champion that looks around and goes you know what yeah we won the championship but we're not happy with the way things went and we're going to go out there and we're going to upgrade our team and we're going to try to make it easier for our quarterback and we're going to go get t higgins and we're going to go get Mike Evans and we're going to draft somebody and maybe we even trade up for Marvin Harrison Jr. hell with it could you T. imagine Higgins that this is, how, this, this is how pissed they are right they go get T Higgins and Mike oh, Evans geez. in the offseason wow. right yeah and then they restock and retool and so they can get back to the offense you're playing mad now I am a little bit but but you know Josh regardless of they're what gonna, happens on upgrade. Sunday yeah. they're going to upgrade yeah, yeah. they're going to get better than where they were and it's just kind of fun to see a team that's potentially going to win back
back-to-back Super Bowls go into the offseason and go, guys, that wasn't good enough this year. <laughs> uh, we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it wasn't good enough this year. It was too hard. We got to make it easier on everybody. And that's the thing with Andy Reid, you know, these articles of Florio and everything. Andy Reid contemplating retirement, and you know what a joke that is, and it's not going to happen because this is finally Andy's time, man. Yeah. Andy's going shopping. Because before, you know, seven out of ten picks on defense two years ago. Last year, five out of seven. This is Andy Reid. This is his moment. I mean, he's going to Costco, Bob. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. going to get excited. Get receivers in bulk, baby. <laughs> he, he's going He's going to get playmakers. So when he sits there and writes these plays down and thinks of things at 4 a.m. and calls Mahomes, hey, hey, check this out. Right. He's got new weapons. I mean, they, they figured out, you know, fun ways to use Rasheed Rice as the season went along. But he's going toy shopping now. And mm-hmm. he knows this. So why would he even venture there? This is going to be an offensive mindset, I think, for this team. Youngest defense in the NFL. Right. Look how they're playing. Number two in points against. Now it's time to build up the offense. It's Andy Reid time. It is Andy Reid time. I, I, I think he's right. through and there's a three-pack on the shelf. of He's, he's grabbing the three-pack of wide receivers. <laughs> he's pushing the big yeah. orange cart, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. The flatbed thing. The flat he doesn't bed, have yeah. the cart. Yeah. He's got the flatbed. To me, this draft's about him and his offense. And so why would you leave? Yep. No Chiefs should want to miss out. And an NFL event I had no idea about. I didn't mean to rhyme, but it's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Big game coverage brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union, proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Of course, the Super Bowl. Matchup with the San Francisco 49ers on tap Sunday, 5.30 on 106.5. The Wolf. Yeah, pregame beginning at 2 o'clock with you guys. Binkley, what time are you starting pregame? Saturday night? What, what, are you gonna, what do you guys got going on for uh, for pre and post game here on 610 Sports Radio? Going to start right now, Bob, actually, as soon as we soon as as right we, now. at 10 o'clock. Just go ahead and get started. Yeah. Uh, then now we're, we're going to start to... I don't know. Maybe college football. I still have college football sigma with our game. You're still doing I mean, that, I mean, right? I've been squeezing well, all the blood out of that turnip. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's funny. You can't. I mean, you can't stop. You got to keep. You know, you don't want to jinx anything. You don't, don't want to take out it, any right. segments you've, right. going, so you've had during the regular this. season. So yeah, Bake will be on pregame. Bake will be Come doing on, it, but well. you got to. Then afterwards, we'll celebrate into the into the wee hours. Hopefully, you're still here when I get in in the morning. Josh will be in Las Vegas, obviously, but hopefully, you'll still be here when I get in in the morning doing post game show after another Super Bowl championship, and we'll be talking about a potential three peat for this team, which I think is significant. You know, as we get ready to talk about our 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 next topic, because if you win this one, all of a sudden, man, the conversation changes about what's going to happen with this team. So we're thinking a little off season because last day they did the uh, the uh, NFL honors, right? I guess you can cue up the gum speech. Yeah, know. yeah. Great, MVP yeah. not on my team, right? Uh, right. All of that kind of not stuff. Not on my team. No, nobody's on. It's team. unbelievable what those boys did. It's unbelievable what they did. It's unbelievable what they did. They stole. Hit homers. Hey, guess what? Cy Young winner. 
Not on our team. No. Beat him. MVP. MVP not on our team. Yeah, yeah. Beat him. Yeah. Rookie of the year. Not on our team. Not on our we team. beat him. Beat his MVP ass offensive too. player of the year. Not on, on our, our team. team. MVP of the whole league. Sorry, guys. Not on our team. But we beat that guy too. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That's pretty much going to do me the story. So, so the NFL honors were last night, and everybody shed a tear for Tyree Kill. He was uh, very sad. It was, was very sad. He was, right? he was discussing the Chiefs being yet another Super Bowl without him. Keep in touch with uh, Patrick Kelsey, um, Chris Jones. Obviously, um, he be in Miami all the time. So there's a lot of communication, you know, amongst us. You know, um, I yeah. tell the guys, congratulations, man. I'm so proud of you guys. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I wish it was kind of me. I'm like the sad yeah. little brother. How about that at the end? That's the point part there that I thought really jumped out like turkey on Thanksgiving, wow. right? Yeah. Sad little brother. And then you got me, and I'm like, I'm not there, and I'm like the sad little brother. And as you pointed out, yo, Chris Jones. Yo. You hear that? Yeah. You want to be a sad, you know, larger version of a little brother? Right. You want to miss out? You want to miss out on take a potential the three-peat? Missing out. Like if you're Chris Jones, man, over like, a few bucks. I mean, right now you got a decision to make, don't you? Because you're going to be waddling into this off season, going, "Yeah, baby, give me some money, right? We're going to be peacocking in, and you know all that kind of stuff." And Chris Jones is going to get paid by somebody. Somebody's going to pay Chris Jones. But is the money that he's going to get from somebody else potentially now? I, I, I Look, I trust Brett Veach. I think a deal is going to get done with Chris Jones because I think all of this is going to play in. Josh, you may run the Carolina Panthers. Bink, you may run the Cleveland Browns. I am Brett Veach. If anybody's as good as Brett Veach, it's me in this room, right? Let's just... <laughs> let's, for argument purposes, for argument let's just purposes do that. Yeah, only, yeah. right? Sure. Um, and so Cleveland's going to offer him good money. Carolina's going to offer him good money. Like I'm going to offer, offer him my heart. I'm going to offer him the truth. I'm going to offer him what this is all about. And I'm going to say to Chris Jones, look, bro, we can't give you the money that Carolina's going to give you. Not the you, full right? money. Not the full money. It's certainly not up front. Cleveland's got a nice check on the table. <laughs> I get that. But if I'm Brett Veach, which you know a lot of people say I am, um, I – Going to play that cut from Tyreek Hill. No one's ever seen you two in the same room at the same time. No, so. no we have not. As far as I know. And so um, – you you hear that from Tyree Kill. Not only does he talk about being the little brother watching this, he mentions Chris Jones in that comment, right? And so if they're working out together, I'm sure a couple of times it's come up where Tyree Kill goes, yeah, I love the money, man, but I miss being with you guys. I miss this a lot. And if the Chiefs win on Sunday and when they hoist Lombardi on Sunday, it's back-to-back champions. Chris Jones... You want to be here for history and go for a three-peat? You want to be part of a team that's going to go for three in a row? I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because we're not going to be able to pay you as much money as Cleveland, but you know what? You're not going to have an opportunity to be part of a team that goes for a three-peat, and that's never been done in the National Football League. And you want to talk about legacy? You're part of a team that three-peats, or you can go to Cleveland and play for the coach of the year and Kevin Stefanski. I can't argue with that. Right? I mean, yeah, you got to take that chance. It's kind of the first time I've ever heard him kind of mentioned because it's always been how fun he's having down there and how he's well, anybody who tells you how much fun they're the having, they're not. But I know his podcast and everything we know is, which is a complete joke. Things that need to be said. It was all you know polishing of him, right, uh, from his co-host. But he's never admitted this. Like I've never heard. He's always been, oh, I'm having a fun down here in the in the sun and fun in Miami and people love me and all this. Well, he's probably thinking, you know what? 
I have a better chance of winning MVP or AP Player of the Year if I'm on this team because they're on national TV all the time. Everybody's talking about the Chiefs, and now he's there. The Chris Jones thing is interesting with the three-peat because that's one thing is at this point, though, if he's got three, which is different than Tyree Kill with the one, if he right. have three, I think it's a little easier to go like, play somewhere what else. Have I, what do I have left to accomplish? When you've you know? been the four yeah. in the last five, unless you unless the three-peat really you know starts to hammer it home and mean something to him, but uh, – you know, he had a chance to repeat and set out, out all of training camp uh, with that opportunity. So I don't know. The three peep is interesting, but again, he's got he'll have three rings, and Tyreek just uh, just got the one, just and, got and the a younger, one. much younger player when he left. Yeah. So the the NFL, some people believe is is greedy. I know if you've heard that before, they're greedy. They're they'll sell anything, they'll try anything. That's well, a business. You know, selling to selling a playoff game to streaming services right. and what have you. Uh, moving to seventeen games. Why is it so hard for people to accept sports as a business, as a business, right? Well, if you can believe it, it was once worse. I had what? I had never <laughs> I had never heard this until yesterday. The NFL put out a video about something that used to happen back in the day. Right. They used to play a third place game. Oh god. In the NFL. You Why? Think, well, cuz they were they were they needed more content. I guess, yeah for, yeah, for the new network. The NFL's third annual playoff bowl pits the second-place finishers, the Detroit Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers, against each other. Today's game pits the Green Bay Packers, representing the Western Conference of the NFL, against the Eastern Conference runner-up, the St. Louis Cardinals. From 1960 to 1969, the playoff bowl was a game between the third and fourth-place teams in the NFL to determine who came third. Usually occurred the week after the championship game. Oh God! It came about honestly as part of the NFL's battle with the AFL. They were just looking for extra content, extra games to get on TV. Not much like they've done today. The draft is an event. The combine is an event. Well, back then they were looking for new events. Let's create a new game. It's the playoff bowl. It's played in Miami, so weather's nice. Florida welcomes the National Football League for a week of fun in the sun, centered around the 1965 playoff bowl. Pete Rozelle is approaching his peak as commissioner, and he is a public relations wizard. Let's promote this. Why not add golf tournaments? The spotlight focuses on the Hollywood Beach Golf Club. The headquarters and site of the fifth annual National Football League golf tournament. You sound good, Jeff. Bradkowski is shooting for his third player's crown. Alex Webster slices one. Tennis tournaments. John Brody of the San Francisco 49ers and his wife Nancy work out the winter kinks on the courts. I mean, you sound really good, really good. I, back I narrated. In the day. I yeah. did narrate those games. Could you imagine that? Are A you week telling me that after the Super Bowl? Or the championship game at that time. Ravens Lions next week. They would you'd play. Watch. They would play a third place game, and you'd, then they had to entice <laughs> it with nice weather. And hey, come play this golf course too. Oh yeah, but as you said though, during the the pre show meeting was like um, they probably need the extra check, so they yeah. were glad to yeah, do yeah, it. Like the players back probably in the day, did it. The players that are done, they go work at the lumber yeah, yard. Yeah, they probably right? could have yeah. used the extra check, but. That's yeah. how they used to create content. Now we have the United Football League. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you can go do that. You can go do that or play for the Jets. Um, so, yeah, you got the UFL I, that you can go I, to. I never knew that there was a third place game. I mean, I imagine I've every, never heard of that every sport kind of had them for a while and they've they've dropped off, but uh, that they made this a big like TV 
They're trying to make it a big TV event. Well, yeah, right. Detroit Lions won the first three, I do believe. I mean, <laughs> so they have that. To, I wonder if they have those banners. They have those banners up. Yeah, third place yeah. winner. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, Vince Lombardi used to hate this game. He used to call it a loser bowl. And it everything. is a loser bowl. And, yeah, and that's what Vince Lombardi hated it, and that's why the Packers are always good. And not had the. I think they did win this thing like one time, but the, uh, but they had this. They stopped it. Well, they kept going even with the AFL and NFL playing each other. Mm-hmm. And then by, by the time the merger started, I guess. That was it. There was nowhere you – because why do you – because you're going to bring the AFC in this thing, the NFC, but that kind of ruined it for the, the whole play. You sound ball. very disappointed, Bink. That well, Bink wanted more football. Game, yeah. Bink wanted more football, and yeah. this would have given him more football. Same I mean, think about ball. the two years we lost in the AFC championship game. Would you have watched no. a third-place game? No. I would mean, you wanted them to play in it? No. No, it's you wouldn't. the Pro Bowl, but yeah. Well, it would have been better than the Pro Bowl, but, I mean, I, I think at that point in the season, you're not playing for anything, no, right? Player you're, safety. You're, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Now, now we're talking about that. But are you raising a banner? Like, as you mentioned, do, do, do they have these things hanging in Detroit when I you hope. won a third-place championship? Like. That's lame. It really is lame when you do something like that. Imagine this. Uh, Stephen A. says your Chiefs aren't there yet. What? <laughs> we'll get to that next. So fourth trip to the, uh, the to the Super Bowl in the last five years. Chance to win three over that span and go yep. back to back. And go back to back. Pretty good. Yeah. What, is nine teams have gone back to back, fellas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one sends course to Patriots. Man. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. That, that nonsense. So, if you can believe it, one guy who says, you still got to prove it to me. Oh, God. Is, is one Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. on ESPN having a little debate with uh, Shannon Sharp. Did so, Shannon put him in a body bag? Uh, he, he tried. So, another reason to go win it is to shut Stephen A. Smith up. I want to hear no damn thing about no dynasty if you lose. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to win it. And by the way, last time I checked... MK, Shay Shay, <laughs> Swagoo. I mean, you know, when y'all say this stuff, it, it just amazes me how y'all come up with this because, listen, you got to close the deal. And I'm not saying, and, and you constantly be talking about the violence in football, how tomorrow ain't guaranteed. Patrick Mahomes could get hurt. Travis McKenna, Travis could get hurt or he could retire, even though I don't think he's going to. But no. you know, he could. I mean, I mean, these receivers can start dropping passes again. No. Anything can happen. No. Can't take in football. The one sport you don't take anything for granted in is football, okay? You can't take tomorrow for granted. I, I don't know if he's going to win three. I believe he will. Yeah. I believe he'll win four. But I don't know because anything can happen. The prime opportunity right here is now. You don't, I don't want to hear about dynasty when you lose it. Oh, they lost, but they're a dynasty. Yeah. Hell no. Somebody else got the Lombardi trophy game. But raised. you make it seem like they don't have any like they like they're the no, ball they got two they got two they got two and you do. you got more than them but we do realize that in um the patriots when they from 01 to 04 yes. and 02 they didn't make the playoffs mm-hmm. i ain't talking about going to the playoff when does patrick Mahomes miss the playoff he when is he not going to the end of AFC Championship? He has it. And he's in the, man, he's in the Super Bowl. Yes. When you won the two Super Bowls yes. in Denver, right? Yes. Did you feel you were a dynasty? No. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That, that thank is. you, thank you, thank you. That right is. there. But I got to go. Because two ain't enough. Say, say, no, 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 no. But here's the thing, Stephen A. Had we taken care of business in 96, we got bounced in the first round. Right. Yeah. I mean, in the divisional round yeah, right. against who, what we right. felt was a, a substandard team. Not, I mean, I shouldn't say that they made the playoff the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Yep. Okay. But had we gone to the Super Bowl and then we had lost and we go to three straight and we lose, absolutely we are dynasty. What's wrong with y'all? 
Yeah. I, I, no, no, she, look, look, I can definitely see both sides of the What's that, wrong that, with y'all? It's, it's true. You can see both sides of the argument. You don't win the Super Bowl. People will be doubting Correct. whether or not this is a dynasty or not. But the big difference is, is what Shannon Sharp pointed out there is that this is a team that has not missed the playoffs, right? They have never missed an AFC championship game since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Six straight AFC championship games, four Super Bowls in five years. They already have two rings on their finger with the potential to add a third. They're in the midst of a dynasty right now. Like Sunday doesn't close the book on this generation of Kansas City, right? This thing just keeps going as long as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Matt Nagy and Travis Kelsey and these guys are kind of all together and moving this thing forward, you're still in the midst of a dynasty. You look back on it when everybody retires and everybody goes their separate ways, and then you can say, okay, was this a dynasty or wasn't? And I think everybody will come back with the same answer and say, yes, this has been the best team in the NFL for the better part of a decade, not just the last six years, but the better part of the decade. And I feel like even if they win on Sunday, guys, and I don't know how you feel about this, the bar is still going to be pushed for whether or not this is a dynasty because the East Coast Sports Programming Network doesn't want to admit that a team from the Midwest is the king of sports in the United States of America. They are still having a hard time understanding that there is life outside of I-95. And so when you do that and when you win these games, it's going to be harder for people to accept because you're not a coastal team. And I maintain that all along. ESPN is a coastal biased organization that doesn't give credit where credit's due. And you could just hear it from Stephen A. Smith because nobody in their right mind would say this isn't a dynasty. You're in and the midst we, of it. And we're in the midst of it. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have yeah. to make a, a definitive final decision today because this thing is nowhere near being over but, right but now. It, I think you could say it's in the midst of a dynasty, which, is, which, which means it's a dynasty. Right, you know which I mean? means it's a dynasty. Win or lose, you're in the midst of it because you believe this team has has massive staying power. Right, it does. I don't know any other team that's had this massive staying power. I mean, again, he mentioned the Patriots. They missed the playoffs this, the year after their first Super Bowl. And Shannon's even right about his own team, man. Like, I don't remember Denver and, and really thinking they were a dynastic team. They were a very good team, but they weren't consistently in an AFC championship game like this team is right now. Nobody's accomplished more than what the Chiefs have done. Six straight AFC championship games has never been accomplished before. Well, and you know? Denver was at the end. Yes, yeah. It was towards the tail end of Elway. It yep. was the tail end of Shannon. Shannon, for, for really, right. You know what I mean? So it wasn't felt like it didn't feel like it had the juice. Right. Patriots, I don't know that we knew... One way or another. Right. And then their dynasty was because it was over 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is clearly a dynasty. Win or lose on Sunday. I yes. think so, too. I think, I think three and five years, though, especially with a win, I don't think anyone, even East Coast bias, could deny at that point. I well, know there's they no will definition. Try. The three, I think. I think I, yeah, I think they win. I think is... they win. They'll, it'll be like, okay. All right, we we re resign. You, you think so? But if they yeah, lose, you'll right. have people like Stephen A. Smith going, "Not yet, the, not yet." No, I mean they've yeah. only won two. Like, okay, how many has any other team been, won? You yeah, know, yeah. well, there's only a few teams that have ever done it. I mean, think about the Broncos. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2015. Right. Think about that. Think about the Royals. How long that's starting to look like that title win? You know, 2015. Now it's been nine years. Right. The Broncos haven't even gone to the postseason since they won that Super Bowl in 15. It is tough. To keep going back, it, it's tough when you have the expectations to win every year. It's what makes this Chiefs season so unique is because they're still good. What happened to Sean McVay and the Rams if they win the Super Bowl? They probably right. that up. With, no, they were, they've were been bad, except this year they finally make the playoffs again. What happened to Bruce Arians standing up there in Peacocking after the Super Bowl talking about running it he back? He got fired. And say, yeah, hey, Kansas City was trying to run it back. What about us? They sucked. 
Mm-hmm. And now they finally made it back to the playoffs. But what's happened? Bengals, where, where'd they go? What, what happened to their Super Bowl run? Did they keep building after what happened that first year? No, they didn't go the next year. They lost to Kansas City. They didn't even make the playoffs this year. And Joe Burrow gets hurt. It is tough to keep doing what they're doing. So, yes, they're in the middle of a dynasty. It's just never been done. I don't care what quarter, Joe Montana, any of them, six straight years AFC title game, six straight years he's been quarterback. It's never been done. AFC dynasty, whatever you want to call it, it's still a dynasty. It really is. And and, and, it, and to me, in my opinion, guys, it's harder to win today in professional sports, at in any sport, than it's ever been in the past. It'll be harder to win next year than it was this year. It'll be harder to win in 2025 than it was in 2024. It's just because players get bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, they're smarter, they know more about the game. I mean, just as you move along, Everything gets harder to do in professional sports. And that's why I think we have to take a step back sometimes and realize what we're living in. And some people do take this for granted, what we're living in right now, because you heard it throughout the year. Ah, this team stinks. They're in the Super Bowl, sir. Um, So I think when you look at what we're living in right now, we as a collective, we sometimes need to appreciate this much. And I know I did. I said when this thing started, because my dad told me when I was seven or eight years old to enjoy the run by the Giants in 1986, because it doesn't happen all that often. That's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received as a sports fan or, or as, a, as anything. Enjoy that moment because nothing is guaranteed at all. Nothing in sports is guaranteed. He's like the Bro- I, wonder, I wonder how many teams, the Broncos have to have the record to win a Super Bowl and then spend nine years not even making the playoffs. They're close to the Jets as a team that hasn't made the playoffs, you know? Yeah, but it's got to be for a team that's won the whole thing. Not to go in nine years to yeah. the playoffs, even even get to the postseason. We know it's hey, sneaking as a wild card that's or whatever. A drought. But they yeah. haven't. I mean, that that is a long. That's why it's nothing's guaranteed, right? You know, ask Dan Marino. You know, getting to the Super Bowl yeah, in the second exactly. year, exactly. Second year nothing, never went back. Nothing's ever guaranteed. But I think the Chiefs will kind of remember this season as the. I mean, last year there was a lot of doubters, I and mean, we have all the audio and stuff from the last two years to say, "Oh, I don't think the Chiefs are even going to make the playoffs." Michael Irvin and all that crap, right? And you said Carrington, do you got him saying the Chargers are the best? There's a ton of it. That's why this year is just a little bit different. That's why Travis Kelsey said he wants this one the most. And I do too. And I've said that all along. This is my favorite round. I am so happy. The Chiefs are going to run their mouths if they win this one. You're not going to be able to deal with me on Monday morning if they win this one. Seriously, Clay. They're going to be totally running their mouths. And they should. The yeah. parade, the parade will be a little cocky. Yeah, there will be more. There will be more people not liking the Chiefs. Oh God, yes. Uh, and come good. next Wednesday. I hope. I hope. I hope. Yeah. Uh, just how good this Chiefs defense is. We'll discuss next. In on a Friday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Jay Binkley in with us this morning as well, and Nathan Williams producing. Bank will uh, be here the entire show today. I'm going to jump here uh, not too long within the hour to head to uh, to Las Vegas. For what? My uh, my travel agent got, got this one wrong, but whatever. Yep, that's um, right. After repeated requests. But <laughs> hey, did you get that bag of quarters I gave you for the slot machines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take cool. care of that. Yeah. yeah. Got the, got socks full of pennies. Yeah, and baby. You got your cigarettes, yeah. your Paul Malls right. ready to roll, that's sit at right. the penny slots. Let's go. Got your oxygen tank and your cigarettes ready. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully one day. <laughs> Josh, you got your oxygen tank and your non-filtered cigarettes yeah, and your pennies geez. for the penny Again, slots? If you have an oxygen tank, don't smoke. Come on. Well, don't smoke it's, to begin with. Well, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if you get to that point, you're, if you get you're, to the point where you're, you're going to burn yourself. It's just, it's just not smart. <laughs> it's just not smart. Just not smart. <laughs> you so, have the oxygen because you smoked, sir. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a defensive game. 
I think the Chiefs defense is the better of the two. And mm-hmm. I, I and I'm also willing this to happen too. I want this to happen. I want this defense to get their due this year. I do we too. We have plenty of time to celebrate Mahomes and Kelsey. Right. <laughs> no offense to those guys, right? Right. I want the defense to come through this season and them be the story at the end of it. And so I, I'm I'm hoping it's a low defensive game. And I think that if the Chiefs do that, I'm really comfortable with them winning because I think if they are able to specifically corral mm-hmm. McCaffrey yep. and keep him in check, then they have a great chance of winning this game. I mean, you've been a big fan of the D all year, right? You've you've been really you got to ride back. the D. You got to ride the D, man. You, you've got to because as as Binkley was telling us in our pre-show meeting today, you know the D travels, right? It, it doesn't matter where you play, how you play. The D is always going to be that, there for you. Yeah, on the show, he said that. He, oh, he said that on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I yeah. couldn't remember if we were in the pre-show meeting or no. not. But but you're right. The D travels, and and I hope they go out there this weekend and, and, and play with that edge that they're still not getting the respect that they deserve. Cause I, I had said it yesterday. It was like Wednesday this week where all of a sudden America woke up and went, Hey, did you see the chiefs got defense? Yeah. Like, like Colin Cowherd and Robert Griffin, the third were both like shocked. Like, where did this come from? I haven't seen this defense all year. Well, that's because you've been complaining about the wide receivers. <laughs> right. You know, you, you weren't watching the, about the good lack things of that were going on right now. So, uh, so Ben Baller, Fox sports radio drops by our show each and every, uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 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 what day is it? It is Friday. So Thursday's at 715. So he did that yesterday at 715. Right. Um, And then he had a little uh, statistical comparison involving the Chiefs defense. We found interesting. If the Chiefs are able to win the Super Bowl, they would have defeated four of the top five offenses in yards per play this season. The, The Niners are number one. They already beat the Dolphins. They beat the Ravens, who are number four, and they beat the Bills, who are number five. The other team would be the Lions, who they don't obviously don't play, so they can't beat them. But that this would be a historical defensive uh, run for the for the Chiefs' defense if they're able to pull it off on Sunday. When you 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 compare some of the numbers to the iconic defenses, uh, some of the different stats that have been bouncing around. When you think of great playoff defenses, like the Ravens of years past and whatnot, and if they were to keep the 49ers below a certain number this weekend, then they would be right in that conversation, which is crazy. Here's a fun fact. The Chiefs, now they've held 19 of the 20 teams they played under 25 points. That is tied for the most in NFL uh, history, playoffs included, with the 1925 Frankfurt Yellow Jackets and the 2000 Ravens. (laughs) (laughs) How about that comparison? Right. 2000 Ravens, I get the other one, no idea. Yeah, but, no, but sure. Yeah, but was anybody running offense back in 1925, Josh, when you were on the mm-hmm, sidelines for mm-hmm, Frankfurt? Mm-hmm. Isn't I always that said, you started with the Yellow Jackets. Uh, that at that point in time, I was reverse. I was much younger. I didn't know any better. I'm like throw the ball, people. Yeah, right. Yeah. All they would do is run, run, run. I'm like throw the ball. Correct. Now, now I've now I've now I've flipped. Now I flipped. Flipped it over. Now it's a just run, bit. run, yeah. run. Yeah. So yeah. So the D's going to get some love this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, I like what Ben was talking about there, giving them respect. For, for, if they win this game, they'll have beaten four of the top six scoring offenses, too, because they'll have beaten two, three, and four with Miami, <laughs> Frisco, and then Baltimore, and then Buffalo coming in at six. So in addition four. to what they did in the regular season. In addition to what you they know did what I mean? in the like, regular season. Yeah, wasn't so like wasn't like, hey, they just flipped the switch in the, in the postseason. Right. They validated everything in the postseason. They never, they never allowed 25 points. All right, 19 of 20, the under 25 team. points. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. So why isn't the D getting loved up? That That's what I want to know. 
though? Like, why is it taking so long for people to see the D and to understand what this D is all about? Like, why have we waited until three days before the Super Bowl to go, hey, I think this defense is pretty good. Has anybody else noticed that? Like, it was almost like everybody thought they had this hot take, this this original formula, this new saying on what the Chiefs are all about. We're like, We've been living this all year. This is how this team got here. And again, as everybody was spending time nationally complaining about Patrick Mahomes not having weapons and, oh, my God, this team isn't any good, the defense was going out there and just shutting everybody else down, and they were winning games. And that's been the formula for success. And and, and they say it all the time, and I know it sounds repetitive, but defense does win championships. It is, it is imperative to go out there and play good defense because it, as we saw in Mahomes' first year when we didn't have a D, right? Remember when there was no D here in Kansas City that first year with Mahomes, how hard it was to have to score 50 a game? I saw a quote from Brett Veach the other day, and he was talking about the D, and he's like, God, my first couple of years here, we were like, can we just get one stop? Remember we were talking about that? Mm-hmm. Just get one stop. And now Brett Veach is like, if we just get one touchdown, we're going to be okay, right? <laughs> like, it, it's changed dramatically and that's the fun about being a fan is watching the team go through all this and change and still remain on top yeah it's not Tyreek Hill it's not as exciting offensively but I love defensive football I love the D it is beyond time to fluff up the D all right who steps up this weekend on on defense who's your who's your guy uh for me it's going to be either willie gay or drew tranquil i i just have a feeling about one of those two guys making a big time play i don't know if it's willie gay blindsiding purdy and knocking the ball loose or drew tranquil's out there kind of spying christian mccaffrey and blowing up a play but i think on monday morning fellas we're going to be talking about willie gay or drew tranquil making some sort of big play bank you know, I'm going to go with George Karloftis. I just like his motor, and I like how he got just continued to get better last year and continuing to be a, kind of a force this year. I mean, whether he's getting to the quarterback for Nobody's pressure. talking about that guy all year either. Karloftis is like he doesn't even exist, much like the well, D. Without, without Omenihu being in this game, you know, he's. I know George is a starter, but to elevate his level of play, you know, with Chris Jones on there, but strip sack from George Karloftis. Remember last year, it was almost Nick Bolton. Yeah. I mean, if he scores that other touchdown, he's the he's, MVP of Super Bowl. Is he? Would they give it to somebody on defense? God forbid we don't <laughs> yeah. give an award to a quarterback. Well, if but, he had two scooping scores, yeah. But, but I feel like this defense is like last year. I didn't think they got any respect in Phil- against Philadelphia. They were number two in sacks, only behind them, but no one talked about it. Yeah, This, this defense is actually t- statistically better in a lot of categories than the Ravens. Everybody was talking about the Ravens defense. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are number two. They were number... They're number six in total defense. Big uh-huh. difference. San Francisco, this this defense is better than Frisco's all across the board, but it's not getting the credit for it. It's uh, it's way beyond time. It's going to happen. Trent McDuffie is going to get an interception and run it back and run it back. I like what so I like the way he is going to have his first NFL pick. If you still believe that, right? And he's going to the house with it. Okay, it is time for Trent McDuffie. to finally get his. All right, so here's what's going to happen. He's going to have this pick six. Right? Can't spell. McDuffie without D. No, you really can't. You can't spell McDuffie without pick six either. Capital D. Uh, yeah, yeah, big, D. big D. Without a big D. Big D, yeah, because it's M, small C, big D. Big yeah. D. Duffy, right. yeah. Here's what's going to happen. He's going to be. He's going to get a pick six, right? He's going to pick it off at like 
the 35-yard line as San Francisco's driving in. So the Chiefs 35. He's going to pick it off, take it the other way for about 65 yards for a touchdown, right? And then all of a sudden, you're going to see a man in a suit with papers running behind him. That's Brent <laughs> Veach trying to get him to sign a contract mm, mm. because that's how much they love that guy. That's how much they love Trent McDuffie. Brent Veach will be down there chasing him with a contract. Please sign! Please sign! Please sign! And remain in Kansas City forever. So I love your choice there. Who and you- his three sacks he has this year, too, McDuffie. I know he's been yeah, great. He's, he's just doesn't have an interception, which is wild. Yeah, the D has had remarkable sacks this year, too. Everybody has participated. Everybody has come up big. They've come up big when you needed them most. I mean, this D has risen to the occasion every single game this year. Call it, doctor. Text line with a good point. The parade is likely to be on Wednesday right. of next week if there is a victory. They're wondering if the D finally gets some love on Wednesday, which will be Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That would be good. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that would yeah. be good. I, I think on, on Valentine's Day, we should celebrate the D in we a parade. Should. Yeah. Why not? So, uh, what was going down at the middle school yesterday, Fesco? Oh, my God. So I, I go over to California Trail, watch the, the basketball game because my daughter cheerleads, right? And so I'm there and I'm not not really into the basketball game, but it was actually pretty fun one yesterday. And so halftime comes and California trails beaten some other trail school. I don't know who, who we were playing yesterday. doesn't matter. And, 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 and we're up 27 to four at halftime, right? Okay. So you're up 27 to four. It's pretty, pretty big deal. Right. And so halftime happens and the opposing team walks into the locker room and everybody's milling around or whatever. And then as halftime ends, the opposing team comes running out. Now, mind you, this is seventh grade boys <laughs> basketball. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's important for the story. It's seventh grade boys basketball. And so this team that's down 27 to four at halftime walks out and one of their players starts taunting the student section of the team that's up 27 to four. And this kid looks at the student section, seventh graders and says, you guys are acting like a bunch of sixth graders. Oh, you want to talk about it being on a California trail middle school yesterday. And, And this kid who he taunted probably shouldn't have. He goes, it's 27 to four, dude. Like literally you're down 27 to four. And, like, the, the crowd starts to get to the court. You know, all the kids kind of get out there on the court. They're ready to roll. Here comes the police officer on duty. <laughs> the, the vice of, principal the, rolls yeah, in. The, 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 the Either the <laughs> lead principal or the vice principal, whoever is assigned to that game yes. that day that has stay after school, is yeah. like, oh, oh God. Yeah. Here comes Miss Ficken. Yeah. She's got to get yeah. in the way yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, what's going on? I'm like, that was the worst thing that you could have done. And they were ready to go. Like, the seventh graders, they were ready to go. Like, if if the police officer on duty <laughs> didn't walk in and Miss Ficken doesn't walk in, we may have had ourselves a brouhaha. But when you're down 27 to 4, you can't talk smack, right? That's like being up 10 and taking a picture in front of the camera at a Super Bowl. No, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, it doesn't work out well. Final ended up being like thirty-eight to eight or something. <laughs> you know, it, it was a it was a it was a, a washing of of the other team. But you're down twenty-seven to four. You don't look at the seventh grade student section and tell them they're acting like sixth graders. No, that's that. Them's fighting words. Whew! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.